Praise the Lord. Somebody shout hallelujah. I want to greet you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. To this blessed day that the Lord has made. I want us to rejoice and be glad in it together. My name is Apostle Adela Jadebayo. And I want to welcome you to the undiluted Word of God from Comfort Chapel in their house. I am praying that the Lord will bless you as we study this Word together. I'm praying that your life and my life will not remain the same in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. It is my prayer this morning as we're going to the part two of our study, the Lord will reach out unto you. The Lord will reach out unto your family. Our spiritual eyes will open. Our understanding will become more in the Lord in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Use me for your glory. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Let me hear your email wherever you are. Amen. Now, the theme we are considering is immorality. And we have had our part one as fornication and adultery. Today we want to look at the part two of immorality, and which is pornography. Pornography. The Word of God says in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 9 and 10. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 9 and 10. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor confessors, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners. We inherit the kingdom of God. Now, the word of God says, all these categories of information will not inherit the kingdom of God. Now, I want you to know that if you are going to avoid sexual immorality, it begins in your mind. It begins with our mind. Matthew 15, 18 to 20. Matthew 15, 18 to 20. We are not fleeing if we allow our minds to be poisoned. Now listen to me. Jesus was talking. He said, it is not until when you have or you engage yourself in physical sexual intercourse or when you engage yourself with sex outside marriage or inside marriage that you have committed fornication or adultery Jesus said when you think it in your mind when you lost in your heart that you have committed it so if you allow your mind to be poisoned you have started going the wrong way. So that is why we must understand the importance of guarding 
our mind. We need to guard our mind. Guard your mind away from evil thinking, evil desire. And you discover that living a righteous life becomes very easy. Overcoming fornication becomes easy. Running away from pornography is naked pictures, nude pictures become very easy. Watching it on vi- as video or as pictures becomes something that your life will live above. Now, let's look at this. The Bible was talking in Matthew 15, 18 to 19, that it is not our hand that makes us a sinner, but our heart. And Proverbs chapter 4, 23, advises, admonishes that we should with all diligence, with all diligence, we should be vigilant, we should guide our mind. In Romans chapter 12, verse 1 to 2, Romans 12, 1 to 2, the body won't become a holy sacrifice unless the mind is renewed. Unless the mind is renewed, your body, this body you are using, we are using to serve the Lord, won't be a holy sacrifice unless we renew our mind. Unless we renew our mind. So every thought in our mind should be a renewed thought after the Lord. After the law, after the law, know what is right and be committed to it. Keep filthiness out of your heart. Galatians 5:19, Ephesians 5:3 to 5. Encourage all these things. So now, what is pornography? Pornography is internet today. As an internet, I mean. Pornography, you see it on the internet. Internet pornography now is a multi billion dollar industry. Mm. Americans alone spend $13.1 billion on pornography every year, which is the same amount the country spends on foreign. 260 million internet pages are pornographic, an increase of 1.800%. Are pictures, images of nudity or semi nudity and depiction of sexual heart designed to create a heightened sexual excitement that is pornography. It could be pictures, images of naked people, half naked or completely naked, to depict sexual hearts sexual heart which is created to heighten sexual excitement pornography is explicit romance novels which have the same purpose of exciting or heightening your sexual excitement may I tell you that pornography is additive and that's why it is evil what is the effect of pornography According to Journal of Adolescent Health, it diminishes trust between intimate couples. When you begin to engage, you become addicted to pornography. It diminishes trust between intimate couples. It makes you believe that 
Proximity is a natural state, natural state. It makes you believe that. It makes you believe that abstinence and sexual inactivities are unhealthy. It makes you believe that marriage is sexually confining. According to sociologist Jill Money, it decreased marital intimacy and sexual satisfaction. Pornography. It leads to infidelity. Pornography. Increased appetite for more graphic types of pornography and sexual activity associated with abusive, illegal, and unsafe practices. I want to come again. Pornography increases your appetite for more graphic types of pornography and sexual activity associated with abusive, illegal, or unsafe practices. 42% felt insecure because of partners use of porn. 41% felt less attractive. This is a sort of 2004 survey. When children or adolescents are exposed to pornography, it leads to earlier onset of first sexual intercourse earlier onset of first sexual intercourse they want to they have the eagerness to go into it and they ended up doing it they believe that superior sexual satisfaction is attainable without having affection for one's partner begin to finger pain them it increases the risk for developing sexual compulsion and additive behavior, sexual compulsion, and additive behavior. It increases support for sex marriages. It increases support for same sex marriages. Now, look at it. That is the danger of pornography. It increases, it increases support for same sex pornography. Now let's look at it. Is pornography, what is the biblical perspective of pornography? What's the biblical perspective? First Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9 to 11. First Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9 to 11. Acts chapter 2, verse 38. Now, we continue the effect of pornography. Likelihood of fornication. That's what the Bible is saying. So this is biblical perspective, still on the effect of pornography likelihood of fornication and or adultery increased. Hebrews 13.4 says marriage is honorable, bed undefined. So marriage becomes dishonorable, bed everywhere is defiled. Marital love is destroyed. That's what the Bible says. When you engage yourself in pornography, your marital love will be destroyed. First Peter chapter 3, Ephesians chapter 5. When people engage themselves or addicted to pornography, marriage is not satisfying and blissful anymore. Marriage becomes not satisfying and blissful. Proverbs chapter 5, 15 to 20. Proverbs chapter 5, 15 to 20. Lessons one's adherence to sin. Pornography, I want you to understand today, everyone listening to me, is sinful. Is sinful, is sinful, is sinful. Let's try to overcome it.
let's start to overcome it. Let's try to go from it. And how do you overcome pornography? Put your fleshy, fleshly, fleshly members to death. Put it to death. Let there be no provision for the flesh again. Ephesians 5, 3-5. to Ephesians 5, 3-5. to Colossians 3, 5 and 6. Put, say, put to death fornication. Kill it. Kill pornography. Kill it in your mind. Kill it. Stop watching it. Stop buying nude pictures. Stop going on the internet to watch it. Kill it. When something is dead, it becomes no longer existing. So when you kill it, you are totally free. Don't make provision for the flesh again. Romans 13, 13 and 14. Don't view it. Repent if you have. If addicted to pornography, pray. For with God all things are possible. Have the desire to be free. Firstly understand that it is sinful. Then pray to overcome it. Matthew 26, 41. If you have prayed personal prayer, you discover that this thing has not stopped. Seek the prayers of others. Seek the prayers of others. James 5, verse 16. James 5, 16. Then think about the consequences. Think about the consequences of continuing watching pornography. Look at the effects on you, your marriage, your children, and your society. Focus on better things. That's how to do it. Replace your activity, daily activity, daily routine with better things. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 8. Then avoid the triggers or the calendars that have not pornographic pictures, pornographic calendars in your room, under your pillow. Remove them, tear them, set them on fire. All those films you have bought, that are pornographic films or books, please destroy them. Break the CD. Cleanse your wardrobe. You will discover that the devil will be far from you. Don't give the devil an opportunity again. Don't give an opportunity again. Matthew says that he encourages this. Now you see, what, what can we say about television, movies, and books? Sin is often depicted as normal, commonplace, and harmless. Be honest about the shows you watch. Be honest about the shows you watch. What about the movies and the books? Be honest as well. Yes, does it impact us? Surely. Surely. The more you watch, the more you look at them, the more you find yourself going back into it. Jesus says, flee pornography, flee fornication. Flee. Don't wait for it. Do everything possible in your power to overcome it. And the Lord will help you in Jesus' name. The call this morning is to purity of behavior. It's a call to purity of thought. That's the sense of this word of God we are hearing. The call to purity of behavior is also a call to purity of thought. Of thought. Be committed in guiding your heart 
be committed in guarding your heart. That's the call this morning. The call of this for you to renew our mind. Protect your mind. Keep your mind safe. The call also is perfect holiness in the fear of God. If you fear the Lord, you will know that even in that place you thought it's secret. After closed doors and windows, there is still somebody that will see you. So the fear of God will help you not to do what you can do in the presence of others when you are alone. I know you can't stand before your pastor or stand before your daddy and mommy and begin to look at the naked picture of another woman, another man, or watching the video. It's not possible. Why? Because you fear them more than God. But when you fear God more than anyone, you always understand that God is in this room with me. God is on the internet with me. God is all around me and seeing what I'm doing. Finally, the call is for us to cleanse you. Let God cleanse you. For that's the finale. Oh, I think you we still have more reason for that. Let God cleanse you. Let God cleanse you. The call is to purity of behavior. Purity of behavior. Let our behavior glorify God. Not just the purity of our, our thoughts. What about our behavior in the society? Let it be. Come a one that can mold the others. So Jesus can a behavior that we see somebody coming. And you're not afraid to welcome them to your house. Christians, we can be clean again. We can be clean again. We can be clean again. And what do you need to do? Do whatever needs to be done. The Lord bless you. Shall we pray? Father, thank you for today's study. We give you all the glory and all the honor. Be glorified forevermore. It is our prayer that you have studied your word together. You will help every one of us to turn towards you. Those who are addicted to pornography, you will grant them victory from today and they will live their life to please, to serve, to honor, to do your will in the name of Jesus. There will be purity of heart. There will be renewal of their mind. There will be purity of behavior and character. In the name of the Lord Jesus, marriages will be restored. Marriages will be restored. Children's lives will be repaired. Yes, Lord, our youth and our teenagers receive the hand of God to live above pornographic life. In the name of Jesus, I break the power of lust over your life. In the name of Jesus, I declare that you are an instrument of honor in the hand of God. I declare that from today, become an angel and an agent that will preach purity and reach out to others for their liberation from the spirit of from addiction to pornography. In the mighty name of Jesus, thank you, our Father. Glory be to the name of the Lord. We appreciate you for those who have had this word and those who are sharing it as well because both are blessed. In Jesus' mighty name, I have prayed. Amen. Don't forget, keep listening to the word of God from Comfort Chapel Media House, the undiluted word of God. And I promise you that together, the Lord will keep us. The Lord will cause his faces to shine upon us. And the Lord will grant us grace to be ready, always ready, always prepared till he comes. Therefore I say to you, keep on flourishing and remain rapturable. God bless you. Amen.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord bless you all and good morning in Jesus' name. Uh, I would like you to move around and just greet one another and say Happy Easter to every one of us in Jesus' name. Just say one, tell one or two people, please stand up, move around and greet yourself. Happy Easter. Very, very important. Hallelujah. Now, this is our Sunday school this morning. And I'm taking it from our manual. All of you that have the manual on your phone, you can as well just open it. Or you go through the one that will be pasted on the platform. It will be pasted on the platform. Just go through that. Only today's study. So, we want to start our study on immorality part one. Immorality part one. And the topic for today is fornication and adultery. Fornication and adultery. Our Bible reading is 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 13 to 20. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 13 to 20. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 13 to 20. Our memory verse is taken from the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 18. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 18. I would like us to do the reading of our of our Bible text in our various centers. But let's go to the memory verse together. I will read and you will say after me. Flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body. But he that committed fornication sinned against his own body. Let's read again. You read after me. Flee fornication. Flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body but he that committed fornication sinned against his own body first corinthians chapter 6 verse 18 what a memory verse is saying is that we should flee means fly when you see fornication when you see morality and adultery fornication and adultery what do you do you fly don't wait to don't speak in tongue Speaking in tongue cannot conquer fornication and adultery. <clears throat> the solution is to run. Run just the way Joseph ran for the wife of Potiphar. And that was why he became victorious and achieved his dream in life. Now the Bible says every sin that a man commits is without the body. If you tell lie, it's without your body. If you but when it comes to fornication, the whole of your body is engaged. The, from your head to your toe is engaged. And when you now c- commit fornication or you commit adultery, the Bible says you sin against your own body. So what is fornication? Fornication is the sexual sin among youth and teenagers. Fornication is sin, sexual sin among the unmarried. Fornication is when your parents have not collected bright pride 
over you and you give your body to any man or any boy in sex you have committed sin against god and against your body fornication is when you have not paid bright price of any woman and you have sex with that person you have given committed sin against your body and against god adultery is different this is between two married people outside their legal marriage extramarital affair a married man going to unmarried woman to sleep together is a sin that's adultery whoever does that has sinned against god and against his own body so that's what the bible is teaching us this morning now our introduction fornication is properly is properly of illicit sexual intercourse in general is illicit sex in general that's according to Theas. it is between the unmarried in the society the order is called adultery and it means to have unlawful intercourse with another person's wife still according to Theas, it is sexual sin with others apart from one spouse now let's go to our lesson lesson number one fornication is a sin we see that in the Old Testament. In the Old Testament, fornication is forbidden. Fornication is forbidden. Exodus chapter 20, verse 14. Exodus chapter 20, verse 14. In the Old Testament, fornication is punishable by death. Those who commit it in the Old Testament, they take them out and stone them to death. Leviticus chapter 20, verse 10. Fornication in Deuteronomy Testament number 3 is a great sin. Enormous crime. Enormous crime. I also see in Deuteronomy that it is wickedness. Old Testament called fornication wickedness. Call adultery also wickedness. Job 31, verse 11. What about in the New Testament? In the New Testament, say also it is a sin that will keep us out of heaven. New Testament made us to understand that fornication and adultery will stop us from making heaven. And the coming of the Lord is at hand. Let him that fornicate, fornicate no more. Let those who commit adultery commit it no more. It is five minutes enjoyment for eternity in hellfire. First Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9 to 11. First Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9 to 11. Galatians chapter 5, verse 19 to 21. Galatians chapter 5, verse 19 to 21. First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 3. First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 3. You see all this there. Second outline. What fornication and adultery will do to you? Number one, it perf- they will perfect the body. Fornication and adultery perfect the body. First Corinthians chapter 6, verse 12 to 20. First Corinthians chapter 6, verse 12 to 20. What it does to you? Fornication and adultery destroy one's reputation and respect for self. It destroys one's reputation and respect for self. Job 31, verse 12. Job 31, verse 12. Proverbs chapter 6, 27 to 33. Proverbs chapter 6, 37, 27, and verse 33. Fornication and adultery make us to mistreat, to mistreat others. Fornication and adultery will make you to mistreat others. You treat others 
disrespectfully you treat others you treat others in a way that is not dignified it's a way of cheating on others you are cheating on one another so Proverbs chapter 5 verse 9 Proverbs chapter 5 verse 9 fornication and adultery create jealousy create jealousy it will lead to jealousy both of them Proverbs chapter 6 34 to 35 Proverbs 6 34 to 35 fornication destroys a marriage adultery destroys a marriage Matthew 19 verse 9 Matthew 19 verse 9 fornication hinders worship fornication hinders worship adultery hinders worship first Peter chapter 3 verse 7 your worship becomes unacceptable to God another point it tears the wrath of God it tears the wrath of God Colossians chapter 3 verse 6 the wrath of God is on those who fornicate and commit adultery it brings this fellowship bring this court it terminate fellowship unity in homes will be terminated unity in the church will be terminated if it happens between the, the unmarried it polluted the church atmosphere it creates this unity first Corinthians chapter 5 fornication breeds other sins one sin does not work alone one sin does not work alone so when you commit fornication it comes along with other sins for example you can be pregnant if you are not committing fornication and adultery you can just carry unnecessary baby but when you carry it you look at the shameful aspect of it the next thing is that you think about taking some drug <laughs> after taking those drugs and doesn't work drugs that are harmful to your health doesn't work you move on to abortion you know in the process you are a killer so please it may look sweet but it's bitter than you think let's flee it from fornication and adultery run away at every speed you can acquire another point is that fornication sends soul to hell a fornicator will go to hell an adulterer will go to hell Revelation chapter 21 verse 8 Revelation chapter 21 verse 8 it leads to loss of dignity when you become a father or mother you will still be haunted by your past hmm. that's it that psychologically wrong will begin to affect you you begin to remember when you are with Johnson oh when I was having it with Buki ah oh my god what about daddy it become your past begin to haunt you it us to realize that the most precious gift a woman could have given her husband on a wedding day a youth a teenager a pure pure wife is not possible again it's not possible again because of fornication david said my sin is ever before me my sin is ever before me psalm 51 verse 3 my sin too sin that will be ever before you sin that will make you to be destroyed by god is fornication adultery let's keep it from it our third outline how it happens how does fornication happen it's because you have forgotten the covenant people who commit fornication and adultery because they have forgotten the covenant covenant they made with god foul on the altar Covenant a single sister or brother made with his or her parents of becoming a proud child, 
becoming their glory, becoming their honor, bringing respect to the family. You forgot the covenant. So your faith begins to grow very weak when you engage in sinful in immoral sex. Your faith grows weak. Your faith grows weak. You are forgotten the covenant. People engage in fornication and adultery because they are forgotten the covenant with their companion. The covenant you have with your mate, your spouse. So then your marriage begins to deteriorate. Begin to deteriorate. I've never seen, and I don't think it's ever anywhere, where the under is different. It's only the face, the face that is different. You can only have different faces. But when you come down, you know, from the upstairs to downstairs, you discover that uh, it's just the same. So why don't you make up your mind as you listen to this teaching and ask for grace to overcome sin. One of the things Jesus did and the reason why he died is to conquer sin. So sin had been defeated. So it's possible to live a life that is free of fornication and adultery. You remain virgin to your wedding as a youth or teenager. Or as married, you keep to the vow you made with your wife. You keep to the vow you made with your husband. How, why do people go into fornication? It's because of careless life, careless living. Second Samuel 11, 1 to 5. Proverbs 5, verse 8. Proverbs 5, verse 8. Proverbs 7, 6 to 23. You are a fornicator. You go into adultery because you are living carelessly. Oh, and if you stand for nothing, you fall for everything. Number three, heed to the looks of the eyes. The, try, the temptation of the look of the eyes. Upstairs. Hey, look at this pretty girl. Look at it. Uh, uh, you are looking to the highway of hell. Proverbs 6, 24 to 25. Proverbs 6, 24 to 25. So let's stop looking on the eyes. Your wife is more beautiful than the one you see outside. My wife is the most beautiful man under this heaven. So if I look at your face, it's not to, you know, lust after you, but to admire you. And compare with my wife. <laughs> compare with, you know, compare that man to your husband. Look at this one. He's not as handsome as my husband. Look at this. He's not as beautiful as my wife. That is major. But when you look at the eyes and something else is following, run, 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 run. You don't move closer to such a person that your heart is lost in after. That's not time to move closer. It's time to run away from each other. Either it happens in the church or outside the church, in your marriage or outside your marriage, wherever you find it, in school campuses, it's time to run. That's what Bible is saying. When you look at somebody's eyes and your heart is lost in after them, then you run, flee. It's not time to stay. It's not time to speak in tongue and mind and lose. No, no binding and loose can work at that time. There's no man so anointed, there's no use so anointed that cannot fall into sin of fornication and adultery if you don't follow biblical injunction what is it run what is it fly what is it flee proverbs chapter 6 24 to 25 now why people fall into adultery and fornication because they listen to the flatter <laughs> the lies you are so pretty eh? if i've met you before i would have married you oh where were you when i was getting married all lies all flatters all they wanted is just to have you and dump you Proverbs chapter 6, 24-25. Proverbs 6, 24-25. Proverbs 7, 15 and verse 21. Why do people engage in immorality, fornication, adultery? Society encourages it. Society encourages all the movies, the music, the books, the calendars. 
pornography look and other stuff. Beloved, society encourages it, but if society encourages and the Bible discourages it, you don't have to be further in it. The last one is that they look for opportunity. Proverbs 7 19. Stop looking for opportunity to commit sin. Now, fourth outline must flee and how to flee. You must flee, my brother and sister. Let us, we must flee. We must flee. We must run. Hey, he couldn't just get there already. He couldn't do long panic. Meaning that is a particular animal cause correct. You'll be eating your banana and be shaking the tail. But if the hunter gets that square, it's going to fire. And that's going to be the end. The other thing square will hit instead of damaging the hunter's banana. Now, 1 Corinthians 6 18, Ephesians 5 3. Ephesians 5 3, 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3. These scriptures, the Bible says, How do you flee now, my brother and sister? Say no. Anytime somebody is coming to entice you, to deceive you, to lust, say no. The answer is, Don't let me. I will take it, but no, no, that's the wrong answer. And let me pray. Ah, wrong answer. Pray. No is the right answer. Genesis chapter 39, verse 8 and verse 10. Must flee and how to flee. Remember, someone trusts you. Your parents trust you. Your husband trusts you. Your spouse trusts you. Genesis 39, verse 8. Remember, don't betray their trust. When you do it, you are betraying the trust of God and the trust of men. Number three, remember, it is a sin. It's not fun. Fornication is not fun. Adultery is not fun. It's a sin. Capital uppercase S I N. Genesis 9 verse 9. Genesis 9 verse 9. Then what do you do to overcome it? Run. It is literally meaning run. Don't stay. Genesis 9 verse 12. Proverbs 5 8. Watch behavior around the opposite sex. As I've said before, when you discover that something is attracting you negatively, wrongly, lost, watch it. Don't, 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 don't ignore it. It's a bad signal. And you may find yourself doing what you regret for the entire entirety of your life. So Genesis 39, 11 tells us that another way to overcome fornication is to get married. Go and get married. You are already 25, 26, 27, 28. If you bring wife home or husband home, we will not send you back. We will pray for you rather than doing what you're supposed to do when you are married, while you are single. It's a sin against you. you God is a sin against your body and it's a sin against your future. First Corinthians chapter 7, verse 2 says, if it's better to marry than to burn. <laughs> Don't burn in hell. How do we flee? Keep thoughts pure. Let your thinking be pure. Avoid polluted thinking. Those things that will pollute your mind, keep yourself away from them. And how do we control it? Stop fornication before it happens. Mm. Before it happens, stop it. First, Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3 to 7. How do you stop fornication before it happens? Control your thoughts and control your body. Praise the name of the Lord. Be what ought to be in marriage. The Bible says marriage is honorable, but undefined. So let's ensure that we put all this to mind. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I believe you have been blessed through this study. Uh, the question number one is that what is fornication and adultery? I expect you to put your answer in the platform any center that want to answer that question from our study what is fornication and what is adultery number two what is the difference between fornication and adultery write it down on your paper what is the difference between fornication and adultery number three what harm does it do what harm does fornication do what harm does adultery do answer them differently number four how does fornication happen 
how does adultery happen? Write down your answer and let's have it together. Number five, how do we feel it? How do you feel fornication? For you know, this is fornication coming. How do you feel it? How do you feel that this adultery? Oh, adultery is coming. Oh, how do you feel it? And number five, how do you run away? How do you flee? Number four, five says, how do you feel it? Feeling it when it's coming. This is that. This is fornication. Then number six is saying, how do you flee from fornication? How? Or from adultery? The last question, which is number uh, six. What is our today's memory verse? Read that one into the audio and let's hear you. Today's memory verse. Thank you and God bless you. Happy Sunday.